Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Podcast Manager Show. Thank you so much for being here. Today, we are talking all about contracts and the three things that every podcast manager should include in their client contracts. And I think because contracts can feel really overwhelming, I hope that this breakdown and this episode gives you some clarity over some of the things that you want to include in your contracts. And of course, I'm not a lawyer. This is not legal advice. Just one podcast manager to another saying, hey, these are the things that I see over and over and over again being discussed in the podcast manager program group. And so I think you should include these in your contracts because then we can enjoy the work that we do. We don't have to worry about as many of the uncomfortable situations that happen with being a freelancer by having a great contract. But before we get into that, I wanted to invite you guys to the Profitable Podcast Manager Kickstart, which is a five-day kickstart that I am doing next week, May 2nd through May 6th. And it is going to take the guesswork out of being a profitable podcast manager. So if you are thinking about niching down into podcast management, or maybe you've just started niching down and you're in that, you know, trying to get your your feet wet with it and trying to understand how people are building profitable businesses as podcast managers, this challenge, this Kickstarter is going to be perfect for you. So we are going to cover over the course of five days, we're going to clear up what to offer as a podcast manager, how to package and price your services. And we're going to spend two whole days talking about how to find and land amazing clients that will help you reach your monthly income goal. I know that is a huge, huge question. You know, one of the pieces is, hey, I don't have the skills. But then the other piece is, I want to make sure that I can find and land clients. So if you're thinking about niching down into podcast management, maybe you aren't sure, or maybe you just niched down this Kickstart is going to be perfect for you. And I definitely think you should join us. You're going to get a massive kickstart to your business. And then I would love to see you inside of PMP after. But regardless, this is going to be a really great jumping off point for you. And I'm going to be going live every single day next week. I'm really excited about that. (laughs) And we are going to cover so many awesome topics. I'm really pumped. So grab your $19 ticket at laurenwrighton.com forward slash kickstart. And I cannot wait to hang out with you next week. But let's talk about contracts and what I think that you should include in your contract. Okay, before we launch into the three things, I want to first say that I really believe in contracts. And I think that you should have a contract whenever you're working with a client. And it's easy to kind of just push it off or be overwhelmed by it. And so you don't really get into it. But I really think that you should have a contract whenever you work with someone because it's just kind of like a security blanket. And you're not necessarily going to like try to arbitrate against a client, but it's just nice to have it to refer to 
if a client is breaking a rule of yours, basically. So it's just kind of like a safety blanket I see. And I really encourage you to have one. And I hope that this episode kind of demystifies some things. I definitely see oftentimes people think that they're missing stuff from their contract all the time. They always think they're missing stuff. And sometimes they are. But oftentimes I think it's just, you know, you don't have confidence in your contract. Like, of course, it could be missing something. You might run into a situation that isn't covered in your contract. But at the end of the day, it's probably going to be okay. If anything, I hope this episode just like lets you take an inhale and an exhale when it comes to contracts and encourages you, number one, to use one, and number two, to feel confident that you've got good stuff in it. And maybe it's not going to cover 100% of situations, but it's going to cover a lot and you can move on from worrying about your contract. So with that being said, the first thing that you should have in your contract as a podcast manager is talking about your turnaround time, talking about when materials are due to you, and then what happens when materials are late. So let's say that you have a turnaround time of five days. So if the client has to give you the materials you need to produce an episode five days before the episode goes live. Okay, that number needs to be in your contract. You also need to decide for yourself if your business is going to do a rush fee. If they send you materials on the fourth day before, is there a fee that you're going to assess to still get it out on the day that it's due? Or what happens if they send you materials late? Does the episode just go late? You know, be clear on what happens there. And in this topic, you also want to cover talking about not rolling over episodes. So let's say a client hypothetically doesn't get you episodes for two weeks in a row. Those episodes do that work does not then roll over so that the next month they have six episodes with you, right? So those details need to be ironed out in your contract. And I think that's one of the main specific things for podcast managers is, you know, we're on a weekly, weekly, weekly machine <laughs> most of the time, unless the client is producing just twice a month or once a month or whatever, then you're on a monthly. But this is one of the big things that you want to think about and be realistic with yourself. Like you might hear people say, all my clients have to get me their materials two weeks before it's due. Awesome. Is that something that you want to stick with? Like I said five days in my example, but maybe for you it's seven days, it's 14 days, it's three days. Like think really about your own workflow and what it is going to be for you because whatever you put that number as, you really want to enforce it. So if you're saying seven days when you're like, but I'll do it on the fifth day, then that's going to be really blurry for the client and they're just not going to follow the rule because they don't know what the real rule is. You know what I mean? So this is really the bare minimum amount of time that you need and want to turn around an episode. All right, the second thing that I would encourage you to have in your contracts is the specifics on the monthly package or the specifics of the podcast launch. So how long are episodes on average? What are you accounting for? How many graphics? What are show notes basically going to entail what are the details behind your guest management? You want to iron out those details in your proposal. And then when they say yes to the proposal, you then want to keep those details in the contract so that you know and they know what's included and what's not included. So that when they ask you, when the client asks you maybe, hey, can you start 
sending this out or writing interview questions or doing X, Y, and Z, you can say, hey, yes, I would love to do that for you or I would love to chat with you about what this would look like. I'll send you a proposal with what I would recommend or with the price of that so that you're keeping scope creep in line and you're signaling to the client that, hey, this is outside of our current package and I'm happy to do it. And of course, you can also say no, (laughs) but let's say you're interested and you very professionally and kindly let them know that it's outside of your package, but you'd be happy to let them know what the price would be and you can add it on. Doing this professionally goes such a long way. So if that feels like, oh, I would rather just say yes and not talk about the price, I get it. I so get it. I'm also have people pleasing tendencies. I think a lot of us women do, but you got to get good at that verbiage so you can keep scope creep in line because a lot of clients will expect a price increase on things, right? So it's not like you're like trying to rob them. (laughs) It's not like they're like expecting everything for free. No, of course not. So handling that well is really a great skill to develop and having details in your contract is really the first step. Now, if you're interested in more on scope creep, I did do a whole episode on dealing with scope creep and positively dealing with scope creep. So check that episode out. We'll link it in the show notes. All right, the third and last thing that I would recommend you have in your contract is when invoices are due and what the cancellation policy looks like for the contract. So your contract is likely going to say that you're in this agreement for a certain price. You're going to do these services, specifics like we just talked about, and invoices are going to be due on this date. And I hope that you will have your invoices due before you start work and not when you're finished. I highly, highly, highly recommend that. And that the contract will go on until someone decides to leave the relationship, (laughs) leave the contract. And so you want to have specifics on when these invoices are due, what happens if the invoice is late, and then also how to cancel the contract. Because, you know, you got to have that written in a contract is how can you cancel the contract? How can they cancel the contract? Is there going to be a fee if you cancel? And what kind of notice you need to give or the client needs to give in order to cancel the contract? I would say 30 days is the most common for freelancers, but I do see a lot of contracts that say two weeks. Definitely for podcast management, I would not go less than 30 days because you're working on the next episode <laughs> always. You're always working on the next episode. So like two weeks would would just be like no time. So you want to be clear on those details and understand them for yourself so that you can then enforce them if and when you need to. So the two systems that I really like recommending and using for sending out contracts are Anco, which is now Fiverr Workspace. And we have a tutorial for that in the program. And then we also have a tutorial for HoneyBooks. And so those are two that I like recommending and I like using personally. But you can also use, you know, like a DocuSign or I think it's HelloSign or something like that that people also use to get contracts signed but make that process as easy as possible for yourself so that you will do it and it will be simple for the client. All right, that is it for contracts. Let me know what you think about contracts and how you feel after this. Like, are you using them? What's holding you back from using them? And then are you in this like kind of constant 
stress of do I have everything included or are you like, nope, I'm good with contracts. Thanks for the details. But after this, I'm good. I would love to know. Let me know over on Instagram. And then don't forget the Profitable Podcast Manager Kickstart is starting on Monday. Cannot wait. Join us by going to laurenwrighton.com forward slash kickstart. It's $19 for five days of hanging out with me. Totally going to be worth your time and your money. And you're going to get a ton out of it. I just know it. So join me there. And I will talk to you on the podcast next week. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.